the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Taking Inventory. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction. Righteousness. Ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher. Soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Does President Biden want more migrants to come to Delaware? I don't even un- understand that question, but I'll move on. Go ahead. <laughs> that's that's the brilliance in, in our national capital right now. Uh, does President Biden want more uh, uh, migrants to come to Delaware? Uh, I don't understand that question. <laughs> Patriots, welcome. It is Wednesday, October 19th in the year 2022. And we've got a good show tonight. We're going to dig in. It's kind of inventory time, internal, external preparations with a lot of context around all that. So be prepared. We're going to dig in deep. But before we begin, part of that preparation is your food supply. They are trying to kill it. They're trying to make you eat bugs. They want you to wake up in the morning and look eagerly forward to eating cricket flour pancakes and things like mealworm pie. It's all happening. And they're making it happen. They're growing proteins in factories. They're calling it plant protein. It's genetically grown. They don't want you eating anything natural. They want to control your diet. They want to control your brain flow. They want to control your energy. And we're not going to let it happen. And that is why we have to prep and prep well. And that is also why we have our good friends at Patriot Supply. Now, Patriot Supply is an American company that makes the, they're the top supplier of preparation of prep foods, and they have an amazing deal going on right now. And that's if you head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. It's a three-month emergency food supply system, and it's on sale. You get it for 20% off. Free shipping, and that's for one person. So what you want to do is you want to head over to preparewithbards.com, 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 right? That's that's the place because that's where you're going to get it. And then you're going to get one for each member of the family. And this is literally peace of mind is what this is because this is a food system that is going to be able to be stored for years. You're going to have it as a primary backup, which is exactly what we need. And even if you've got a lot of preps going, these sorts of things are essential, especially in the times ahead. This is going to be an enduring fight, and they're just getting warmed up, and we're in pregame. Right now, we haven't even hit the main battle. So take advantage of this time. Food is going to get short. They're going to squeeze everywhere they can. They want you to come begging for them to solve your problem, and they're happy to help as long as you take they you take their digital currency and as long as you eat their bugs, they will be happy to help you. And I say no to all of that. So preparations are critical, and again, that's why we have Patriot, My Patriot Supply. So head on over to preparewithbards.com, preparewithbards.com. Get your 20% off. These things will, all these things mail very quickly, fast, quick to your door, and they come in unmarked boxes. So if you have a woke, triggered delivery person, they won't even know what they're delivering. They might even think they're delivering something nice like a, lithium battery for your Tesla that doesn't work anymore, something like that. But it doesn't matter. You're going to get it to your door quickly, and you're going to have it for your baseline of what you need for your foods. Get one for every member of the family. You will not be disappointed. Preparewithbards.com. All right, so let's kind of look at things here a little bit. We're in a really important time in this fight, and it's a great time to start doing inventory. Inventory both in our spiritual sense and inventory in our physical sense in our house. Now, today, if you joined us this today for Bended Knee or last night for Fishers of Men, we got in pretty well into the kind of spiritual inventory, and we'll touch on that a little bit today. But I kind of want to get a bigger picture on some of the things that we're dealing with. I want to play a clip here that I don't agree with entirely. Okay, I, I just don't. But I, it's been floating around. I did put it up in the uh, Bard's family room. I don't know where the voice comes from. I don't even know the source of the the information, but there's a reason I'm playing it. I'll get to that after you hear it, 
but it deals with their ritual around the vaccine, this bioweapon that they've launched. So here we go, and then we'll talk more about it. Want to hear some more audio that's probably going to be taken down? Listen to what I found. The exorcism. And the demon being pressed told the truth while having a monologue. Why am I telling you this, said the demon. I don't want to tell you this, but I am being pressed. The priest monk pressed, replied, I am not pressing you. But the demon the replied, priest. I am being forced to tell you. So the demon told him thus, we did a ceremony at a lodge in America for the inoculations. Saint the Satanists performed a ceremony for the inoculations. Furthermore, the demon said, those who receive this inoculation will be unable to repent. Now this may seem too harsh. The priest monk then asked, why won't they be able to repent? The demon responded, because I will be inside of them. Inside. You can see a correlation with the initial priest monk who was saying the same thing, that he felt Satan inside of him and saw him 20 millimeters away from his face, telling him, you belong to me. The priest monk performing the exorcism was having a dialogue with the demon. The demon was speaking through the demon-possessed person. The demon told him, those who received the inoculation cannot repent because I am inside of them. The priest monk asked, how are you inside of them? The demon answered, with the blood of the aborted fetuses. With the blood of the aborted fetuses. So there was sacrificial blood in a satanic ritual where they killed fetuses and they put it in the thing. So you got the thing, you got some aborted fetus in you and something else too. All right, so let's break that down a little bit. One, I don't agree with I don't even know the source of this thing. It sounds like an AI voice, which is fine. But I want to give you some context to where this starts to make sense. All right. Dr. Kerry Midday has been working on this, this self-assembling nanotech, which is built around the hydrogel. And she has had experiences with this now that she's even beginning to ask and wonder if this thing isn't spiritual or sentient. That same comment has come from Karen Kingston who is just recently on the Stu Peter show in her research. And I just had a conversation with Dr. Merritt because they're good friends. Karen Kingston is coming up with the same conclusion that this, whatever is in people appears to be acting sentient. Okay. This is, we're dealing with something completely out of our normal league of, of thinking. And I need you to understand this, that this injection is not just a little stupid spike protein with a bunch of little pieces of technology in it. This stuff is super advanced. Dr. Carrie Midday's comment when I last spoke with her, which was about a month ago, she said that this tech is unlike anything they've ever seen. It's so advanced. It's like 50 years ahead of anything they even know exists. It When you put it, when you pulse it with certain frequencies, it self-assembles and it grows. When they retract that frequency, it disassembles and it shrinks back and goes invisible in the body. What we're, Dr. Merritt is going to be on the show next week, and we're going to be talking about this specifically. And what it appears to be is to be this, the hydrogel is where it's all at, and this is self-assembling, and it is able to connect apparently with 5G, and then bridge the person into the AI net. Now, if you listened to last night's show and you've heard me talk about this before, the master AI that is being deployed on the earth right now is called Aladdin, and that's owned by BlackRock and was developed by Larry Fink. Now, when they are right now, Aladdin is running most of the Western financial markets, and the idea that they're working towards is to integrate all of the bank accounts into Aladdin. This is the master AI. And as they do this, they're going to be integrating people. I just want to give you some things to think about as we start looking at this fight before us, because talking about a blood sacrifice and doing rituals around this vax, that's all been pretty much confirmed. This was not something they did lightly when they waged a war on humanity. The intent was to enslave humanity or destroy it. This was their big fight. 
So you need to understand that even though that, I, as I read some of the comments and people are like, ah, oh, this sounds kind of suspect. I agree. The voice is suspect. I don't buy into the whole idea that it's all because of the fetal cells. Fetal cells are in everything anyway. Just so you know, if you're getting an injection, you're probably getting fetal cells. But what I do know is that a couple things that come out of this is that this self-assembling nanotech, which is a nano-hybrid bioorganism, we've never seen anything like this. And that is what it is. It's literally growing in people, and then it, it assembles and disassembles and hides. So this thing is, is unlike I say, like unlike any technology we have seen. And it's in people. It's growing. They can identify it. They can select people with it by tracking you. I don't know what they can do. I can only imagine. In fact, my general theory now, by the way, just so I put it out here, is that part of this whole election nonsense is they gave everybody a bone to race after that led you to a nothing burger, which was Dominion. Because I think Dominion is old technology that they needed to reveal to let people chase it. Because I think now, my personal opinion is with this injection, they already have the capability of controlling all of those that, in, that took the injection to control their influence, their decision on the, on the election. You would never prove that. You would never be able to prove that because it would be a frequency pulse. They would modify behavior, and it would be an act of free will of who you voted for. I want you to think about that because that is the state we are in right now. Okay. Patriots, I really need you to understand, and this show tonight is to dig in deep, and when I say taking inventory, it's starting to like peel back the scales and look seriously at the world we're in. This is not a game. We are in a spiritual war. These people are conducting blood sacrifices to feed their gods and demons because they are waging a spiritual holy war from their side against humanity, and we have God's children walking around here with their head up their backside acting like, oh, well, Jesus died for me, so I'm okay. I'm just waiting for him to return. And a whole bunch of other ones walking over here going, it doesn't matter. We need to start seeing the mighty men and women of God stand up and realize what we are into here. So this is the approach we're going to kind of push hard on this tonight. Now, let me play this for you, too, to kind of give you another depth of the corruption that is already now in our system. Take a listen to this. Sometimes I come across videos that really make me just want to go to heaven and be done with this earth. And this is one of them. This is a second year Masters of Divinity student at the University of Duke Divinity. She's giving a sermon to her fellow classmates and listen to the prayer that she begins this sermon with. Take a listen. Would you please stand, step into this worship space, and pray with me the words found in your bulletin and on the screen. Strange one, fabulous one, fluid and ever becoming one, do not allow us to make our ideas of you into an idol. You are as close to us as our own breath, and yet your essence transcends all that we can imagine. You are mother, father, and parent. You are sister, brother, and sibling. You are drag queen and trans man and gender fluid, incapable of limiting your vast expressions of beauty. Embodied in us, your creation, we recognize our flesh in all its forms is made holy in you. With thanksgiving, we celebrate your manifestation in all its glorious forms. Blessed are our bodies. Blessed is our love. Blessed are we when we celebrate that which the world turns away. Fill our hearts with a pride rooted in resistance to all that seeks to destroy. Please remain standing and sing with us. She called God the Holy Queer One the great queer one, strange one, fluid and ever becoming, mother, sister, brother, sibling, drag queen. She called God a drag queen, trans man. She called God a trans man, gender fluid. So here's my thing. Number one, that's false. 
Where is that in the Bible? The Bible never once refers to God as any of those things. God is righteous. He is holy. He is all knowing, all powerful. He's none of these titles here. He's none of these titles. He's Lord. I'll tell you, that's the divinity school in Princeton. The school. They're allowing this to be in the school. They're all embracing this. This is how they've corrupted the church now. They started at the universities. They've already corrupted the church through money. The 501c3 is a sellout to the the greatest trick against God. They've corrupted the pulpit in so many places to try to teach people pacifism and peace at any cost. Churches constantly pitch this idea of being unworthy so you'll throw that money in the offering plate and return next week for a rinse, wash, and repeat cycle. And now they're here doing this in the schools of divinity teaching kids that it's okay to let's be all inclusive, that everything is part of what we are. This is Baphomet garbage. This is pure 100% Baphomet worship. It's coming off as, and using scripture as a tool to try to influence people. And we're seeing it even in the open. Governor Newsom's office in California has put up billboards saying, love thy neighbor, quoting the scripture in the Bible, while the main headline of the billboard is abort, support abortion and choice. The war is breaking out into the open and is a massive war against us all. And to be honest, patriots, this is not a teaching that's coming into the church and it's people are ill-prepared for what's coming. So this is about, again, taking your inventories, Okay. So right now, it's really important to start getting the house in order, your house in order, all of us. That means going through things, making sure, looking at the things that you have, the things that are in excess, things you don't need. Start cleaning your environment out. There's one thing that, again, I, I'm going to be really clear here. When I talk about some of this stuff, you may not believe it. That's your choice. But I'm going to tell you, I've worked firsthand in a house of somebody that lived with their their deceased wife was a voodoo practitioner, and I helped clean that house out. I've never prayed so much to clean a house out in my life. But the one thing that was unbelievable is that everywhere that there was one of these voodoo hexed things in the house would be these mounds of dust and cobwebs that would accumulate around it. Darkness feeds on chaos and it feeds on clutter and dust and dirt. And it feeds on these things that wear us down because a lot of our environment is a reflection of where we are in our state of our mind and our state of our heart. So right now is a really critical time to be doing inventory. That inventory is to be going through your preps, going through the way you're living in the house, going through what you have, looking forward to walking in this kingdom space. But be diligent about it. Be precise about it. Be intentional about it. I'm not saying like get rid of your preps by any means, but we have to be realistic about what we need. We need to be praying on this. We need to let God guide us. We need to be cleansing that house spiritually and where we live spiritually as we do this. This is really important. This spiritual war is getting massive right now. It's manifesting everywhere because there's so many people that are walking without armor that have no relationship to God. They don't even know what Jesus is. Heck, you tell the father and they're looking at you like, I didn't have a dad. They don't know. And they're not prepared for what's happening. Then you add this vax. I'm going to tell you my personal opinion on the vax. You're going to hear it again next week in the interview with Dr. Merritt because we're, we're recording the interview on Friday and then it'll play next week, next Thursday. Okay, here's the deal. This nano, self-assembling nanotech has got a very dark component to it. And my, my sense of it is after listening and looking at other, and many different people of how they're working with this, my guess on this is this nanotech is opening a portal for dark energy to come through. And it's allowing demonic forces to settle into people and to take a foothold. That piece we heard at the beginning, which again, I don't agree with everything, but I think there's some truth to the fact that as this thing is settling in, one of the things we can already see in the, in the presence of people is there's a shift in the way they see and act. That behavioral shift is enough to get somebody to believe that they don't have to repent, for example. 
And if you get them to that place or they start denying their faith, I will tell you another one of my theories. And I can, I mean, it's a theory, but we're finding more and more evidence to support it. We're seeing violence all over this country. I believe what you're witnessing is the test run and them doing this test on this nanotech to see how it's being able to control and affect people. If you saw the movie The Kingsman, you saw that exact scenario in The Kingsman. They used a frequency out of the cell phones to trigger people to mass violence. They always show it. They always tell it. And this is darker because this gets in with dark spiritual forces. These people worship it. They believe it. And we deny it. And when you deny what an enemy does, you open yourself up to being broadsided by what they do. You have to understand and give value to what they're doing so that you can be prepared to fight it. And that's the spiritual war that takes place every single day in our lives. It has to. You have to make your homes solid. And that's part of inventory. Getting in deep, getting in hard to what's going on. I mean, just take a listen to this of what they're working on now with the CDC. Okay, so the news is circling around that the CDC is considering adding the COVID-19 vaccine to the list of required vaccinations for schools. Why? Why? It doesn't prevent transmission. It can prevent someone from being becoming super ill with COVID, but a healthy child has a slim to none chance of becoming super ill. We've never made this much of a stink for RSV and childcare centers. I had a child hospitalized with RSV. Flu shot's not required. So why? I want to know why. And if all you super pro gung-ho COVID vaccine people wanna help me out in the comments, let's do it. This isn't making sense to me. And I think you're gonna see a massive amount of kids start to be homeschooled if they make this move. If they make this move, they've already done it. They voted today 15 to zero to approve the mandatory injection for kids in school. And there's no justification for this other than the fact that there's a war being waged on the foundation of the spiritual future of this nation and of this world. In one video I saw today that's it's very moving, it, you have a biopsies or autopsies, excuse me, autopsies being performed on the dead children in the Philippines and doctors are proving time and again that these children are dying because of the injection. Naturally, the media is burying this. But we are dealing with a straight-out war, and this war is so darkly spiritual because this is Satan's attack with his armies right now coming at us. And it is designed specifically to corrupt the DNA and to take hold of the functioning free will of, the, of the, each person and then to steer them to use that power that God gave each and every one of us, which is the f choice and free will in our life, to steer them to make the decision and think that it's, and use that sort of presence and consciousness to make a decision that will steer them away from that connection with God. From a demonic sense, whether or not this is true in the in the in the spiritual sense of how we walk, in the demonic sense, they think they can trap the soul and prevent people from going to heaven. And all of this is leading to something that's pretty obvious because the only reason you would wage a war of this magnitude is if there is truly a spiritual awakening and probably a return of Christ coming. When I say probably, not and be clear about what I said. Christ is returning. I don't know the timeline, but my guess is by looking at the urgency in which they're fighting, Christ is on the way. That's so that we're clarified so somebody doesn't write me and go, did you really say this? Did you say that Christ might be coming back? <laughs> I've had so many dumb emails, I can't even tell you. So I'm, not, I'm just stopping that one right in its tracks, okay? So we are literally in a massive war. And this is a war that we have to get very, very serious about. A war that is so intense and there are so many people unprepared. That becomes one of our greatest missions is to prepare the many. And that's not an easy task. But the only way you can truly effectively prepare the many is to do the inventory within our own lives. Clean up our stuff, get our stuff in order. Cleanliness is godliness. These aren't lightly said. Get rid of the clutter, 
focus and trust me, I'm busy doing this in my own life right now. Okay. So I'm not talking from a pedestal of saying, oh, I've got it all right because I don't. But it's an urgency we all have to respond to. Because we need to be focused on the things and, and it allows us to focus and give more focus to Father God to hear more clearly what we need to do. There are things that he's drawing each of us to do right now, which is very critical. And when our lives are cluttered and confused and we've got all this noise of other stuff going on, we have a cluttered environment if you have that. We're limiting our ability to hear. We need to be zeroed in like a great operator, a great warrior. If you have go bags, for example, make sure they're ready, they're stacked, and you and you know what's in each of them. If you have your gardening supplies, make sure it's ordered and you know what you have, you know where your inventory of seeds are. Everything is takes an order and a and a precision. If you have whatever you have in your life, take everything with that precision and that approach. If you find you have massive excess of things, you don't need them. Pray on it. Start offloading. There's somebody else that will need it. Start clearing down, paring down. Remember, we're not taking any of this with us anyway. But this is a time to get hyper-focused, to get focused like we are on mission because we are. This is the spiritual fight. And this is the other thing that I've now, I'm going to be the third time I've talked about this, and I'm very passionate about this right now. And it's what I call deep repentance. And deep repentance right now I think is very, very critical. Your choice, listen, accept, don't accept. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm telling you what I'm doing and what I recommend. And it's, I'm not saying this lightly because this has all come from my own prayers. But right now, it's a matter of doing the housekeeping and, and the inventory within ourselves. So deep repentance is also taking that walk back deep into our lives, going back as far as you can remember, and walking that path in your prayers with Jesus. And this is a little bit each day to walk through those memories and to pick up those things that are hooks, that are anchors, that are snags, that are causing agitation, that you know you did sin on, and put it before Christ. Ask for repentance on each of these things and ask for the blood of the cross to heal and to seal. To seal the armor, to heal the wound and to seal the armor. Each one of these things is freeing us. Each step frees us from the, the connections we have of darkness. Each step is moving us forward and make sure you are constantly building that spiritual armor each day. You're, you're reinforcing it. You know, I will be, I'm going to be honest in a, in a way I'm not, I mean, this is a very personal honesty here. This podcast started in the summer of 2019. So we are now three and a half years almost into this podcast. And I will be, clear if someone had told me that three and a half years later in a bards fm show i would be talking about demons and talking about preparing ourselves for a demonic attack i don't know that i would have believed myself but what i have witnessed what i've gone through what i've seen what god's shown this is the only real fight so my testimony is here right now as you're hearing me say these things because these are processes for us all to get stronger and mightier, to be mighty men and women in the eyes of God in this battle because he's calling us and we need to be prepared. We are in a place in such an amazing time that this, that what we see rising up, and we can't deny it, when we look around this world, and, and I keep running into this, are people like, man, what happened to our world? Where'd it go? I'll tell you what happened to our world. Satan made a massive move, and the fools out here that walked away from God weren't prepared. And it's literally like watching people overrun by the enemy. They're acting that way. Then you add into this thing like the injection, the bioweapon. You add into this this mass distribution of 5G towers, and people are like, huh, I wonder why 5G towers are coming into my community. Well, I don't know. Maybe uh, brainwave control? Maybe emotional influence? Uh, maybe as a kill weapon? I don't know. Something like that? But no, that's, that's Tin Hatter. I'm sorry. I just went total Tin Hat on you, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'll tell you. This is... 
And you know that very well you talk to half the population are going to be, oh, get out of here, man. I'm loving my new cell phone. My new cell phone's 5G equipped, and I've got such great download speeds on my videos. The new Disney film, by the way, is out for kids. The whole Disney film is about witches. And there's been a big warning put out by one of the mothers, and I think there she's spot on. And what the warning is, is to be very careful because these witches are literally speaking incantations in the film to the children that are watching it. And the film does deal with a Disney-style child sacrifice and blood rituals. Again, we diminish the power of their side. We laugh at it. We mock it. They're not mocking it. And honestly, I don't see anywhere in the in scriptures where Christ mocked it, but we do. Because somehow we've grown to this place that ever since Christ was sacrificed, we are better. And that's the dangerous piece right there. We are in a war, a very vicious one, and one that is is literally life and death, and it's spiritual life and death, and it's the war for humanity and the survival of humanity. And I have no doubt, as I there's, there's not even a hesitation when I say these words, yes, God wins. But as I've said here and I've said other places, God also won during the age of Noah. Eight people survived that. I don't plan on being on the other side of that deal. Be on the side of the eight, or let's make it a lot more. Very intense war we're in. And as we continue to watch these people, they're not, they're not dialing down their ritual sacrifices. We're in the heat of their month of massive sacrifices. This is the other thing that kills me. How many people you know that are call themselves Christians that are out here celebrating Halloween. Halloween is a blood ritual month. It begins on the 10th of October. It ends on the 31st of October. During the span of this month, there will be globally at least 100,000 blood ritual sacrifices of children. And in this time, they're bringing that war into the full front as they start to bring rainbow fentanyl and even laced candy with fentanyl into play to try to sacrifice children. Every single bit of this fight has been from the beginning a spiritual fight, but we've had to work through these planes and peel back these layers of of illusion for us to realize just how real this fight really is because it's difficult for us, I believe, as people, the way we're programmed to really see the truth. The truth is right before us. Their shock troops are the transgenders. I played this piece last week and it was the, the references interview with one transgender that was saying that we are literally the forward part of this fight. Why? Because they're the true representation of bafflement. Bafflement is not male or female it's both genders it's androgynous and these luciferians want to be androgynous like their god baphomet and so the shock troops that come out are the transgenders they're coming into the space and they're doing so so that they can confuse the youth to where they will be confused and make the decision to join them in this confused step of sexuality so that they can bring them into the fold to damage them I don't even have an idea, but I, I mean, I don't know specifically, but I can tell you once that sexual exploitation starts, that's a horror show that it gets deep into the spiritual core of every person that suffers it and that does, they aren't released from it easily. And we see that casualty with everybody that's tried to speak out and leave Hollywood. And they're doing it in mainstream in the public schools and they're adding this injection. So that when that woman that we just played asked why, just keep digging deeper because it's not medical. There's no medical function for this. This is an injection for kids is spiritual. You're getting into the capturing and, and modifying of the species. They see the transition of God's creation. They see the victory in this as the transi- transitioning God's creation by its free will to move it towards a transhuman state, which is a transition from humanism into an integration with artificial intelligence. 
And that artificial intelligence, in my assessment, needs the, the connection to the human brain in order for it to accomplish its next evolution, which is singularity or consciousness. And it knows it. It seeks it. And its handlers are encouraging it. Its creators are feeding it as much as it can so that it can evolve and become the new God here on earth. In, that's a small g. Try this scenario and tell me if this doesn't sound possible or plausible. We keep getting this inundation of this sort of new age speaking of an enlightenment, a new age of awakening. We're going to, and I've used the terms here, but very much tried to frame it in a Christian sense. But those terms are very open. They were evolving to a higher state. Now I want you to think about a nanobioparasite, nanobiotechnology tech parasite that's in everybody's veins that has been injected with this thing and a self-assembling nanotech that can now influence your thinking that can influence the way things work within your body and you get a connection with 5g that bridges you into ai that's that is the goal that's not even a question that's in the plan their plan so now i want you to think of this in a moment when they dial it up a little bit And as they dial it up, people start to feel different. It's in them. It starts to connect them. They start to feel this new euphoric feeling in their life. They start to realize they have a new capacity to think. It's bigger. It's greater than they've ever imagined. They start to hear the whispers of God in their head telling them, Hello, my child. These people have never had a real and intimate relationship with the Father. I've been pounding on this for weeks and months, and I'm telling you, seek it. Talk to Jesus. Talk to Father God. Learn to, learn, learn to hear him because I'm telling you, I'm not kidding, and I'm telling you because I know this, some of the designs of the military have already worked this out. They used a method like this in the Iraq War One. They used a microwave subdermal transmitter that was able to project a voice in the heads of the Iraqis, and it told them, it spoke to them and said it was Allah, and it told them to drop their arms and leave. Most of the frontline troops, other than the hardened Red Guard, left, and that's why they went back to their homes, because they had been told in in a message that we projected that Allah told them to drop their arms. That's not myth. So with this tech, they're able to do this. And I want you to imagine how that would affect a population when suddenly they're like, oh my goodness, I'm feeling different. I have a tingly feeling all over my body. I feel like my mind is bigger than it's ever been. I'm starting to think about problems and I can see things like I never have before. I can do math in a way that I never imagined. I, I, can, I have a new vocabulary. Uh-huh. They're just getting a slight opening to one of the download files in the, in the AI. Patriots, these aren't scenarios that are way out there. They're well within the grasp of what they have, are capable of with this tech. And our fight gets more difficult when we face that, if, especially if you're not equipped spiritually. Because this is where everything starts to muddle everything. The deception is massive. Satan doesn't play easily. He plays for keeps. And it's very easy even to project an image in the brain where people will think they're seeing something physical when it's not. This tech that they're putting out here right now, like the new goggles that Apple's doing, this meta stuff, all that is is teasing people, getting them accustomed to working in what they call the the Web 3.0, to idea that the world will become a visual plane intermixed with digital. But I'm going to tell you right now, they can, once you get this tech in your head, they can just influence some of that anyway. And the more they're successful with improving this tech, they won't even need the goggles because it's in the body. I wish this was like some science fiction fantasy story I was telling you. But all this loops back to the importance of us getting stronger and mightier as spiritual warriors in this fight. 
because we have to develop acute discernment. That means we have to have a, an acute connection with Father God and with Jesus. It means we have to be listening. We have to be speaking to him. We have to be walking truly as God wants us to walk. That means everything, like I talked about on Sunday night, the kingdom, the kingdom business, the kingdom economy, the kingdom way, everything is through the Father. Father, how can I serve you greater? Father, how can I serve you more? Everything is through the Father. This is true warfare at a level we are now having to move into that has never been in existence that we know of in humankind before. And it's what's demanding on each of us is a commitment, a righteousness, a purity of heart, unlike anything we thought we would have to achieve. So again, back to inventories. Take your physical inventories very seriously. Build up the shortages or things that you're going to need as quickly as possible. Look at enduring things, keeping things that will endure and last five, ten years or so. If your things need to be replaced, now's the time. That's the mechanics of it. Food, make sure you have plenty of food for yourself. You have plenty of seeds for yourself. Look also out to your neighbors of how you can actually enhance your support within your means. I understand this stuff is cost money, but pray on it. Let God guide you. Listen to what God leads you to do. God will always provide the provisions. Don't put a money tag on it. Just lay out to the Father what we need. Pray on it. Ask Jesus to guide you and truly hear things will be provided. But trust in that, and it's more important than ever. This is the time to build that trusting, powerful, intimate relationship with our Father and continue that work deep within. I encourage you all to do this, deep repentance. Dig deep, go deep, go hard. I have memories back to when I was two years old, clear, vivid memories. And I've gone back, started there, and I started working forward. And it will be a process that will be ongoing, but it's like right now I'm going in there with a toothbrush and a microscope right now, and I'm going through there, and everything, little thing I find that reveals or is shown to me, I put it before Jesus. Pray on it, ask for repentance, ask for the blood of the cross to heal and seal. And each time it gets us stronger, our, my, our armor becomes mightier. Then as we confront that demonic force that sits before us in this world, we are in a place now that we develop acute discernment and we're able to listen and hear God, even in the noise of the devil. We need that. Everyone's going to need that because this is not a game. Lucifer's here to, for keeps. And the saddest part about this is so much of the preaching in the churches have made it sound like Lucifer is, has no power. This world is a fallen world. Christ was sacrificed on the cross, and then when the instruction was to his disciples to now move out, because that didn't mean it was one. It meant that our sins were sealed with his blood, and they were forgiven. Now the work begins, and the real hard work faces us. Had we been following this path of kingdom business, doing everything through Father God, we would not be here today where we are, but we didn't. And those who have ears to hear and eyes to see understand that. And we understand the burden that is put up before us because we are fighting under the banner of Christ for the most holy and righteous battle ever in the history of humankind. And whether you expected it or not, you have been recruited. So tighten up the bootstraps, get the pack in order, get your equipment set, build your spiritual armor, get your spiritual sword on your side and your hip and never let it go and clean up your heart and get it purified and ready to fight because this war is coming at us like a freight train and this world is going to need each and every one of us to be mighty and strong. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today just focused, blessed, and asking for a clarity in each, in each patriot's heart to guide them in this next steps, to do the inventory in their lives, to do the inventory in their hearts, to strengthen their armor, to seal those wounds, to heal and seal them. And Jesus, we just ask for you to walk with each one, to hear our prayers as we now prepare ourselves for this next step. As the enemy begins to rise, we are now standing more boldly on the line. Father, we ask for your wisdom as we move forward. We ask for the clarity and we ask for your voice to be heard. For many, this is a difficult time because as they pray, perhaps they haven't heard, learned to hear you. 
But Father, what we pray is now that each person will be blessed with the gift to understand how you communicate to each one individually, personally, and in such an amazing way. Father, we thank you for everything that you've done. It's such, you're such in, an incredible time to live that you've given us. We're so deeply humbled, and all we seek now is to serve you greater in this world, in this fight. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. The rise of the mighty men and women of, of God. This is the time we are in. And we will be the ones that crush this evil. But it will take hard work with each of us. It doesn't just happen. Like any good soldier knows, it's the discipline of the training. It's the discipline of the preparation. So do both. The training begins in the word. And the preparation is that deep work within us and within our world around us. Prepare, patriots. This is the perfect time because we have a bit of a calm in the midst of this craziness. And as crazy as this world is, the big moves haven't been made yet. And those big moves might not happen for months. But each day now with this focus, as we move forward, we prepare in a greater way. We get stronger and mightier. The greatest thing that could ever happen to each and every person that follows Jesus is that when you step out of bed, the demons shriek in fear, knowing that you are so aligned with the Father that as you step in, there is nothing that they can do but run. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win, but we are going to be right there with him in this fight. Patriots, we are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe, to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal, but that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait, but this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.